Welcome to RailPass. I'm your host, Sarah Hardy, Division Manager of Visitor Experience with the Southern California Railway Museum, located in Paris, California. Join me as we learn more about the Railway Museum and meet the people who volunteer, work, play, partner, and engage with our museum. All aboard for our next great adventure. Hello, and welcome back to Rail Pass. Today I have with me Rod Fishburn, who is one of the lead volunteers at the Southern California Railway Museum. Rod works as the collection manager, specifically focusing on the restoration and maintenance of our electric collection. So before we get started, um, Rod, is there anything you want to tell our listeners a little more about yourself? Okay, well, I first came on the property here in 1965 as a high school student and back when the whole place was just electric equipment and since then we've added of course the the diesel and the steam and the narrow gauge and all these other things my title here is uh collections creator and theoretically i manage all of that stuff but effectively i just overview it and we have very competent managers for each section each section that take care of that part of it. And so I concentrate on keeping the electric cars running and restoring. In fact, today we're finishing up the restoration of San Diego Electric PCC 508, which is our very first streetcar. And when we're finished with that thing today, it will probably be very shortly put back into regular service. So, oh, wow. So we're, we're making some progress. That'll be very exciting. So how did you come to like get this role at the museum? Longevity, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been I've been a regular here for many years. Uh, I try and be here two days a week. Uh, I've also have I also have several other things. I'm a I'm a registered electrical engineer. I have a I have a MBA. I've been on the board for about nine years now, off and on, uh, and I've been interested. And then I know I also have been active in the in the national. Organizations, Railway Museum, the Association of Railway Museums, and then currently the HRA, of which I'm also actively a part of, and I have connections all over the United States for information and to assist other museums also. What keeps you volunteering at the Railway Museum? Habit. Habit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love doing it. Uh, I have I know I have a lot of friends here. Uh, we have some f- interesting things to do. I like doing. Yeah, this mechanical work. Uh, all my life, I've done engineering, and there's. But this is one place where I can do tooling. At one time, I was a private rail car owner out on the Amtrak, and for about 33 years, we ran our private car Colonial Crafts all over the United States. What does that mean to be a private car owner? What it means is, is that back in oh gosh, oh probably 1985, a friend of mine owned this Pennsylvania Railroad passenger car, retired, and he died, and uh, my wife and I looked at it and said, we can do this. And so with help from friends of ours, we brought it out west, and we restored it, and we modernized it up to Amtrak standards. And then we ran tour groups. We ran all over the United States. We'd be tied to the rear of Amtrak trains, and we would go all over the United States. Uh, we ran tours to Chicago, Seattle. We ran in special trains, steam trips. So and you would just kind of get permission from Amtrak to just well, like piggyback on there? Well, it's a there? little – Amtrak had an office, and you okay. called, and you arranged for it. And we made numerous trips to San Diego and back with it. And it was a lot of fun. We loved it dearly. 
But eventually, after cool. 33 years, it was time to move on, and we found somebody else who is loving it now. It's still very much in service. Oh, really? It's, yeah, it's That's very, so very, interesting. I read about it regularly, and I, I talked to their maintenance guy here a few months ago on it. So, And he's, they're out running it. So, wow. So I feel good. I, I, I saved something from being the scrap deal. So it worked. So that's what that's about. That's very cool. Um, so I want to just delve into the collection. So what comprises the electric collection at the Southern California Railway Museum? I would say you could divide it into three major areas. Uh, first, Los Angeles. Uh, the initial founding members of the organization were interested in the local LA streetcars. And so they collected cars from the Los Angeles Railway and the uh, Los Angeles MTA. Uh, they they also interested in cars of the Pacific Electric Railway, which ran around the countryside. And back in starting 1953, they started collecting them. And they originally were placed over at Griffith Park at Traveltown. At about 1955 or so, they found out that they were building the Ventura Freeway right next to the Griffith Park, and the overpasses were going to be too low. So if they built the freeway before they got the cars out, they couldn't get the cars out. Mm. So that went into a big deal to find a place, and they searched all over Southern California and ended up here in Paris. And then shortly thereafter, they started moving the cars out here. They trucked them out here a whole bunch of the time. And so so that that's the L.A. collection, and it's, it's a basis for it. We, we generally run mostly L.A. cars in our service here. Uh, but then we also, have, uh, we also have cars from other cities. For example, we have one car from San Francisco. We have one, car, one or two cars from San Diego. Uh, we have a car from Ireland and, uh, and various other places. But our main collection is Southern California. That's, that's our focus. Okay. Uh, we also have, by the way, it's not just streetcars, but we also have three electric locomotives, and we can pull freight trains with them. Oh. So, uh, which, so are, which are the electric locomotives? The electric ones are in the back there. There's Pacific Electric 1624. It's a big black thing back there, and I'll, I'll show it to you when you get a chance. Yeah. And we also have Sacramento Northern 653. And the third one, oh, my gosh. Let me just talk about the other one. I'm sorry. I forgot the number on it. Uh, but it, it's a smaller locomotive. And they all three work? Uh, two out of three. Okay. One of them needs, a, needs some motor work done on it. And we have, a, we have a small crew. And, in fact, we have an employee who is in charge of keeping the system, doing maintenance on the collection in general. And uh, we periodically have to go through and use them. Uh, we hope in the future to start using them a little more often as soon as we get a little more caught up on the passenger cars. Yeah, that would be a really cool addition. Oh, I've they're fun. never seen and they one. Get, and they get up and go. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're a lot of fun. Do you have a favorite piece? Yes, I do. Yeah? <laughs> I do. When I was a little boy here, we have three what they call blimps. The Pacific Electric in 1941... Uh, when the World War II started, or just about that time, they needed more passenger equipment. So they brought, these, they brought a series of cars in oh, from Marin County and also from uh, San Diego, uh, from, excuse me, from the Oakland, Antioch, and Eastern, which is the uh, East Bay Transit Lines. And these are 72-foot-long cars. They're bigger than anything PE ever had. We have three of them, two from, Two from uh, East Bay and one from the Marin County. The one from Marin County was built in 1933, I believe, if I can remember right. And it was my favorite. It gets up and goes. We had a lot. We used to do, do speed runs down the, <laughs> down the right-of-way with it back in the 60s and 70s. And 
it was a lot of fun, and we used it all the time. We still have, we still run the other two cars in service periodically, but that was one of my favorites. And it's it's stored back in our in our car house at back, and it's waiting for a set of windows, and that's pretty much all it needs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I also another big part of your job is the the restoration projects. Yes. Do you have a project that you're most proud of that's been completed or that's in progress? Well, one part of it is is that I personally don't I, mean, I personally don't take personal charge of restoration projects in general because I got too many things going on. So mm-hmm. I have some very good project managers, and we've done quite a few things lately. Uh, a lot of the cars it was just painting. Uh, the 508 I mentioned earlier from original car, we've, we've over the last few years, we have completely done the bodywork on it. We've overhauled the trucks and motors, all the mechanicals on it. That's mine. And, uh, they, uh, and we're just finishing it up now, so we hope in the next few months to put it back in service again. Uh, our current project, if I may move to there, is we just finishing up car Los Angeles Railway car 665, which is one of the old wooden cars. Uh, that'll be finished up here in the next few months. Uh, the 525, 1906 car that we've restored here. Uh, various other cars as, as time goes by. Uh, again, the, the restoration counts on getting people, volunteers, to, you know, to do the work and a, and a competent project manager to manage it and also funding. Mm-hmm. And we do have... Fund, we have various dedicated funds for the various cars and also for the collection itself that we, we use to finance some of the restoration work. And we try and get on it. Uh, also, a big part of my time is maintenance. We have yeah. five, six cars that we run regularly in service, and we periodically have to pull them in and make sure they're lubricated, cleaned, inspected. Mm-hmm. And so we do that. If we take the San Diego car as an example, can you talk about how long that project has taken? Because I know you said you're really close to it being finished. Like uh, yeah, I would say it's been about five years. Okay, my best guess. We started. We started. Interestingly enough, we did it bass backwards. Um, we had a deal going with a guy who painted cars, and he painted a bunch of our cars for us. And one of the cars he painted was the 508, and so that was what we did. But the 508 hadn't run in many years. Uh, it, was, it was built in 1939. It was retired in 1951. And it sat outside here like a lot of our cars in the early okay. days. And that, that was a lot, a lot of the work we do is to recover from the fact that we couldn't store them indoors initially. Yeah. So the car got painted and it looked beautiful, but we couldn't use it. <laughs> so we decided we do that. So and we pulled got to restore it. Oh, yes. So we pulled the trucks out from under it, and we took it into the shop, and we put, took them apart into little pieces, and we rebuilt everything, sent out them, did all, all, put it back together again, and now the car is mechanically complete. And so now the question now is we just got to finish up the details, and our current project is the roof. Uh, the trolley bases and the poles up there, is all, the wood up there was all rotten, and we've replaced all of that. Today we're just doing the last bit, and we hope to be done with that in the next day or two. And then there's back to our our workshop car house with it and we have some more detail work and hopefully we'll have it out fairly soon that's really exciting i it's a i like i've seen it in barn four as you've been working on it it's a very pretty car and it's interesting because it's green and a lot of the other cars we have are yellow and red so it really stands out yes and it's a good car and the nice thing about it is it's the only only standard gauge pcc we have that we can ride on the main line 
the other oh, okay. all the other cars are the are the LA Railway three foot six inch gauge, yeah. which we run on our loop here inside the property. Is that just something San Diego did? They just had standard well gauge instead of narrow. We got a little bit of tra- transit history. Streetcar. There's a couple of stories about what gauge track gauge you use on a streetcar system. A lot of them were standard gauge, and then in Pennsylvania, one of the con- one of, and other states, the concerns was is that. If you allowed a town to, uh, company to come in, a private company, for-profit company, come in and build a streetcar line in your town, the first thing to do is run freight trains through it. Mm-hmm. And so the trick was there was, we can prevent that. We'll make the gauge different. So you can't run a freight train through it. So in Pennsylvania, the gauge in Philadelphia is five foot two and a quarter instead of the standard four foot eight and a half. And in, and in Pittsburgh, it's five foot two and a half. And then three foot six here in L.A. Rally. And other gauges... The United States, uh, for example, New Orleans was also five foot two and a half. Okay. So that's why the gauge issue. Is there any project that you've recently started, or what's the plan after the five hundred eight? Well, we have we have some maintenance work on some of the cars that we have to finish up. Uh, what we have the plan right now is to go to Los Angeles. Uh, railway 2601. It was built in 1932. It was an experimental. L.A. ran what we call standard standard cars, which was basically uh, looked like a passenger car, and it is it just and then the idea was as well. We want to attract more vis- uh, more patronage, so we want to go to a more modern looking car or a more faster car. And the, three, the 2601 was one of those. That was built twenty, and they built it, and they ran it for years. In fact, they ran it till the end of service. But in 1939, the president's conference car, or and by presidents, I mean presidents of transit companies, not the president of the United States, uh, got together and they said, "We'll make a standard car that we can run in any on any transit system in the United States. The only difference is the track gauge, as I've mentioned earlier." Mm-hmm. But the parts will be standard, and there were three company, three major companies that built these cars, and they built them from 1935 to about, I would say, 1952, 53, somewhere in there. And they were everywhere, and they were the cars that closed out most of the systems, including the Los Angeles one. Okay. And so the neat thing about 2601 is it's done. The body is restored. It's finished. The only thing it needs is new wheels. We have the wheels, but now the trick is, is we got to get it over the, into the shop and get the wheels out and get the new wheels put on it and put it back. And then we'll be able to put it right into service. So that's our next project. Oh, that's very cool. I just looked it up really quick on our website, and I do recognize that car. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, it does run. We can run it, but the wheels are in such a condition that we really can't until we do the work. And we have them. So it just. But now we have to get a group together. Every one of these projects, we say, well, we're going to do the 2601. Well, I need to get a project manager together, and then I need to get four or five people to commit because that means every week or every other week and whatever, they come down and take it apart. And mm-hmm. changing wheels out is uh, heavy is heavy work. Yeah. So we need, we need people in there to do it. We can do it. We know how to do it, but it's just a matter of getting the people together. Yeah. And doing it. This is like an aside question. I'm not sure if you know, but why are L.A. railway cars yellow and Pacific electric cars red? I can't give you the detail on it uh, exactly off the top of my head, but the Pacific Electric and the L.A. Railway were originally owned by one person. Okay. And that was, uh, geez, I'm sorry, famous name. 
It's hitting me up in. And early on, uh, early on, about 1906 or so, the Southern Pacific Company moved in and took over what is now the Pacific Electric. And the LA Railway remained with the guy that owned Huntington, Henry Huntington. Okay, I remember now. He owned them both. And then after 1906 or so, and 1911 of the great merger, they became two separate companies. And initially, all the streetcars were three foot six gauge. Okay. And then eventually, and at some point, they started building some standard gauge lights. And, and by, side, by the way, there were more companies than just the PE and the LA Railway. Mm-hmm. There was three or four other companies, San Bernardino, uh, LA and Redondo, uh, Pasadena, whichever. Oh, and uh, they had their own lines of... They had their own cars, their own lines. They were separate companies. Okay. In 1911, they all merged together into two companies. The Southern Pacific to all, they took all the standard gauge Pacific Electric, and the um, Los Angeles Railway remained with the narrow gauge cars in the L.A. area. Okay. And, and, it, and why are they yellow or red? It's hard to say. They had some green cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some car changes in the, over the years, but that's... but. Generally, people refer to them as the red cars and the yellow cars. Yeah. They, yeah, I was just wondering if there was. It's interesting. <laughs> They're very distinct colors. Um, going back to. Oh, if I may. Yeah. They also shared the same streets in downtown LA. There were many streets that were three, were both gauges. Oh, really? And you have, there's many pictures of them with PE cars and LA cars and PE cars mixed together on the same track. Oh, interesting. Yes, so it, it was fun. It was an interesting time. I I don't wish I was there because I like living now, but it was interesting a time if you happened to be there. Yeah. So if money, time, and volunteers were not an obstacle, what is one project you'd like to take on and why? Well, like I mentioned, I like to finish the 314 up because it's sort of my favorite, and I get to do that. Uh, I haven't really thought about it that much. Uh, we have a selection of, we have quite a few aerobic cars. We have quite a few Pacific Air cars. One of the thoughts I had recently was get a second Hollywood like our 717. Mm-hmm. We have five of them and get a second one because they run in trains just like the blimps do. And they'd be oh, very yeah. handy for us out on the main line because we could carry larger crowds with them. And they're good cars. They're very versatile, easy to run, uh, very, uh, how do I put they're easy on the power company, power system. They're, they're, they're safe. Is there a reason why the red cars can be coupled up together and then the yellow cars well, cannot? At truth be, the old, truth be, it gets a little more complex. There were a few yellow cars that would collect together. Okay. But, the LA, but Pacific Electric, almost all their cars were trainable. They have, a, they have couplers on them that you can couple them together. And either they had jumpers or they had... Or they had what they call automatic couplers that you couple the two cars together and they automatically connected all the electric and air together together. And the Hollywoods do that. The blimps do that. Uh, some of the, the, the LAP, the PEPCCs did that. So that, that's how that would come together. If any of our listeners are interested in getting involved with the electric collection, maintenance, or how do they go about doing that? Well, I'm more than happy to. Uh, I get referred people referred to me all the time. They're interested, and I respond. Uh, the best way is to either email or call the museum number and our reception in the gift shop. Uh, if they you say if they say I'm interested in electric cars or whichever, 
uh, they will send the email or they'll send me a message, and I will turn around and get back to them right okay. away. I, and then they come out here. I will show them around. In fact, as an added inducement, if you come out here, we'll let you run one. <laughs> Is it difficult to get involved in it? Like, do you need any prior knowledge of the electrical systems or mechanics? It, it's, it runs the gamut. Uh, if you know nothing, that's okay because we have plenty of work that will lead you through. Mm-hmm. If you are electrically oriented or mechanically, you have machine or machine or shop experience, that's helpful. But we have the knowledge here and the abilities here, so we can go both ways. And if you you come out here, we'll train you. We're happy to train you. And it and it and frankly, it's interesting. We I mean, this stuff it was. State of the art when it was out there. Uh, tr- electric streetcars were li- kind of like airplanes today, mm-hmm. uh, in a similar way. They were state of the art. They were, you know, lot, lots of there was a lot of companies that supported them. There are a lot of operating companies that ran them. Um, uh, they were the thing. So they're w- they're well done. They're very interesting. We have lots of documentation. You know, if you want to learn about them, we have an archive that has. Lots more than and I can do, show you all that too. So, I think I think it's a fun thing to do out here, and I th- I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for taking the time to introduce this collection to our visitors. It's uh, one of my favorites. I've gotten the chance to operate the twelve oh one, and it was any time yeah. <laughs> you want to run something else. We'll take you let you or your children run it. I'm really interested in learning more about those electric locomotives because I had no idea that we had those in the collection. Well, one day when we're not thinking about it too closely, we'll get one out for you. Yeah, that they, would be we had, very They cool. run. We just, <laughs> we just don't. We just have to bother. Just yeah, go do it. They and sound do. like they'd be super cool to see in action. So they are. They're fun. Well, thank you so much. I know, as with so many other volunteers, there's so many other things you're involved with. So if you're interested, I'd love to have you back on and we can talk about the other projects or the other areas of the museum that you that you work in. And I'll be happy to do so. All right. Thank you, Rod. Thank you for joining me today. As you disembark, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. And visit SoCalRailway.org to view past episodes, photo, video, and bonus material. And also let us know what you would like to hear, who you'd like to meet, and what we can do for the next Rail Pass episodes.